0: Hello and welcome to the Fiorella Files. I'm your hostess Fiorella Nash, sometimes known by my nom de plume, Fiorella de Maria. I'm a writer of crime fiction and historical novels and an incorrigible bibliophile. It's wonderful to be making a programme on pretty much my favourite subject, books. On my show I will be introducing you to books, classic and contemporary, that you must read, should enjoy reading, or should not touch with an 11-foot barge pole. Once a month, next week in fact, I will also be doing my special edition children's book show involving younger reviewers talking about and sharing their favourite books. Well, today I have three books to share with you from three different countries and in fact two different continents. Starting with A Daughter's Memoir all the way from the United States. Moving on to wartime Britain, a very famous author. If I say climbing through a wardrobe, you probably know who I mean, though it's not that book. Ending with a novel published by Ignatius Press, which I promised to review this week. I was going to review it last week, but I reckoned you'd all be so depressed after some of the other books I was looking at that I might just have to save it. And that's a book that emerges from Civil War Spain, a new English translation of a Spanish novel. So the USA, Britain and Spain. Starting off with my non-fiction choice of the week, I had another plan in fact for the book I was going to explore with you but events of the last week made me change my mind. I was on location, filming a documentary, when I heard the terrible news that a wonderful woman in the pro-life movement, one of the leaders, I feel, of the pro-life movement, had lost her two sons to a drug overdose. And it was such a terrible thing to hear, and I can't imagine really anything worse than losing a child. It's impossible to imagine what she's going through. But I really noticed when I went onto her Facebook profile to leave her a message of condolence. I could see hundreds of messages from people all over the world, including a lot of pro-life activists, all over the world, in every continent. And it really made me think about the way movements work, what their charism is. And I always feel it's a good sign that a movement is truly humanitarian. When so much care is given by the members of that movement to an individual person. Whatever everyone was doing that morning when they heard the news, they got in touch with Rebecca and offered their condolences. And sadly, not every social justice movement is like that. This is going to come as a shock to my US listeners, I suspect, but I was involved in all sorts of social justice movements when I was... If a student, I mean, it's what students do, isn't it? You go marching and all the rest. And it was very valuable to me. I I felt it was a very good thing for me to be doing. And it certainly trained me for my life as a professional campaigner, certainly for some years. But what turned me against so many groups like that is that when September the 11th happened, people were celebrating. People were actually saying, well, now the capitalist imperialists know what it feels like. A relative of mine was somewhere in the rubble of the Twin Towers. And I read all these incredibly vitriolic comments, or at the very least dismissive comments. Well, thousands of poor people die in developing countries every day. Who cares if a few thousand Westerners die? And it really made me realise how fraudulent, in fact, some supposedly... Humane movements actually are that claim to be in favour of human rights but actually aren't that bothered at all about individual lives. So it was really very beautiful seeing the way pro life campaigners from all over the world were coming together to try to support this poor family going through a, an unspeakable tragedy. So many people who are very prominent in the pro life movement have a story and. Thinking about Rebecca and her particular story that got her drawn to the pro-life movement, I was reminded of another very gifted writer who wrote the book You Carried Me, A Daughter's Memoir. Her name is Melissa Oden, and... She's not so well known in Britain. I had only come across her because I was doing research into this field. But I gather she's a little bit better known in the States. She has her own website, so I would strongly suggest, as well as reading the book, that you go onto her website and learn a little bit more about her. She has an extraordinary story. She survived an abortion. Her mother had a very late term, saline abortion, which involves a saline solution, a salty solution being injected into the womb and the baby basically burns inside and out. And for whatever reason, possibly miraculous intervention, in Melissa's case, she was still born alive. And it was noticed that she was alive. And rather than being just dumped in a side room to die, the medical staff took care of her and she survived. And then she went on to be... a